Welcome, everybody. You have gotten your Christmas wish. A bonus episode of Kapowcast. Aw, yeah. Me and Jeff are here. We're, we are going to talk Star Wars The Force Awakens because we are the only two in the group that have seen it. You actually just got back from seeing it. Yes. Um, so first, what we're going to do is we are just going to talk generally about it, just in case anybody's listening to this that hasn't seen it, which why would you listen to something about <laughs> something that you haven't seen? Uh, we'll just get our general thoughts, and then we'll dive right into all the important plot points and spoilers. So, Jeff, your first thoughts, what did you think of it, especially so fresh out of seeing it? Well, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as everyone else did. I think they mm-hmm. have like the, I just, finally a fucking good Star Wars movie, you know, a good modern Absolutely. Star Wars movie. Like, this is the only Star Wars movie that's been made in the past 30 years that I felt was worth watching. <laughs> that's, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I went into it, I didn't read any reviews, which is mm-hmm. normally before I go see movies, I, I usually check out the reviews to see what to expect. But that can sometimes tend to skew your uh, opinion. Definitely. Um so I didn't do that. I didn't watch any of the upteenth billion TV spots that were yeah. released because people keep posting them online. TV spot, TV spot, TV spot. They didn't really reveal anything um, anyways. Yeah, and I, I, I did watch the uh, original uh, couple trailers, but other than that, I didn't really, I didn't really watch much of anything. Um, so I think going into it with such like a, a clear mind mm-hmm. with no preconceived notions. Which is a hard thing to accomplish these days. It is. And also I... <laughs> I went dark on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, uh, I remember messaging him like, well, I guess I'm not friends with this asshole anymore. He's fucking ghosting me. <laughs> I actually, I just, I, I think I did it Tuesday night. I went dark, which was great because that night when I got home from The Force Awakens, I went back on Facebook and one of the first things I saw was somebody out to spoil Star Wars for everybody. <laughs> and they had posted like the two major spoilers. They were like, I'm so sick of all this Star Wars <laughs> bullshit. And then bam, like two spoilers right there. There, I just saved you two boobless um, hours. Which I which I thought, you know, and then I the next day I was reading there was like Star Wars posted something about Rogue One coming out and I was reading the comments on that and you had people posting the spoilers on that, like just for shits and giggles. And it's just like, I don't under... There's spoilers for Rogue One? No, 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 no. Oh. Just for like... Oh, okay. Because they knew people that wanted to see Force Awakens or had seen it would be probably you know, mm-hmm. reading the comments. That, that is ruthless. I, I don't understand like that logic of like... That's just mean-spiritedness, basically. Yeah, it's like... Which I can appreciate, but I'm glad it didn't happen to me. <laughs> Poor Tony here was a victim of it. I know. He is a huge Star Wars fan, too. You know, for anyone who listens to this podcast, they know that. He had the... Uh, he had it, unfortunately... Uh, Spoiled for him. Man, that's rough. It is. That's You know, I, I really lucked out. I just walked through the minefield and pretty much just completely unscathed. Like, people are spoiling stuff left and right. I was on the internet just goofing off like normal. No spoilers for me. I really... I, I did uh, not realize it was that bad, but I've heard of multiple people just being like, you know, oh, fucking... Some asshole spoiled it in a random comment where it'll just be going on a normal comment, and then they just have the spoiler in the middle of the paragraph. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's really ruthless. It is. Like, and inventive. And I don't understand why some people, like, you know, if they don't like something and, like, people are going crazy about it, like, why do you have to go out of your way to try to wreck it for the people that enjoy it just because you're such a bitter asshole yeah. that you have to, you know, for attention or or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't 
there's plenty of things I don't like. Well, like I, I, I don't, I would never go out of my way to intentionally ruin something for that's somebody really just because I, yeah, just because I don't, you know, understand I mean, like, their it's love. Like, you know, Harry Potter all over again. The whole, you know, Snape kills Dumbledore thing. <gasps> hey, oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. We promised this portion would be spoiler free, so we'll probably have to cut that out. Uh, yeah. Like well, people we actually didn't say going, it was gonna. We didn't say it was gonna be Harry Potter yeah. spoiler free. <laughs> I mean, people actually going to lines for the book being released and spoiling it, like drive-by spoilers. I yeah. Mean, that is... I harsh. mean, I, it is harsh, but I laugh my ass out um, so I can understand where they're coming from, from that perspective, I guess. What do you think of all the new characters being introduced? Um, I liked... There wasn't any character that I saw that I was just like, you don't even need to put this person in the movie. I thought all the characters were well, well fleshed out, relatable for the most part, like the ones that are supposed to be relatable characters. You, you weren't... They definitely learned from the uh, episodes one through three. Yes. They avoided I, every mistake that they made. It's it's Usually in movies, there's a, at least like one character where you're like, I don't like that person. <laughs> like not, that, not in a sense of like, I don't like the character because I'm not supposed to like them, mm-hmm. but in the sense of like, I just didn't like that character. Not a like, well-written character. Yeah. yeah. X-Pac Heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like there was the uh, general that was with Kylo Ren. Like I didn't like that guy personally. Like I thought that guy was a huge dick. Yeah. He looks like, but I mean, as far as the character goes, I understand his placement. And yeah, I thought he was he a served well a good purpose. Yeah, he was a good counterpoint for uh, Kylo Ren. I felt yes, he was kind of like the uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the thing about this movie. Almost all the characters filled an archetype from A New Hope. It was very. It was a. Very mere. Um, yeah, it was very, it was a carbon copy almost. That was like actually something I didn't like about the movie. I thought it was a well done mo- movie, but they just it was almost as if they took the script from A New Hope. It was like a Mad Lib, and then they just put in their characters' names instead. Yeah, that was one of the things I had said leaving. I was like, I would have liked to have seen a little less homages, less nods, mirroring. Yeah, um, it was like the whole thing was the entire thing was fan service basically. Yeah, I mean, not to say that's entirely a bad thing, but I think they. Took it a little too far. Yeah. They, uh, that and like, um, someone said there was a little too much humor. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel, I feel like the, all the beats were well yeah. placed. Um, I didn't think there was too much humor. I mean, there probably was more than the, uh, original trilogy, but not by a very noticeable degree. I mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I didn't like, no, the humor was just like, oh, geez, Louise, you know, especially compared to the, uh, first, uh, or episodes one through three. Um, did you feel uh, all the original characters were placed well? None of them felt shoehorned in just for the sake of having those characters there? For the most part. Um, Leia was pretty much just there. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't feel forced or anything, but I just kind of <laughs> felt <laughs> forced. But I felt that her character placement in the film was simply because, hey, you know, she's still around. Might as well throw her in the movie. It was, it's like as the, long as she loses 50 pounds. That's like the first thing she's acted in in like 20 years. Oh, yeah. And she, in my opinion, has done nothing. But she's been very vocal in her complaints about the film industry. And she was mad because she had to lose weight for her role. I'm like, who gets mad because they're being paid millions of dollars to drop 20 pounds? <laughs> Mark Hamill lost weight. Yeah, they both lost weight for it because they both, you know, you're. Ex- I mean, you're expected to look a certain way. If you're going to be in a film, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. If you saw Mark Hamill and he was just, you know, not in film shape, I mean, you'd be like, what the fuck happened to Mark Hamill? He's melting. <laughs> um, did you think, like, I, I heard some people complain about uh, Carrie Fisher's acting. I didn't think it was 
It wasn't any worse than it ever was. Yeah, I mean... She's not a great actress. It wasn't one of those things where I was like, holy shit, she's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say she was the worst actor out of the group, probably. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't think her acting took me out of the film. I think it was because she was less coked up. Could be. Have you seen, like, on the interview, she's, like, been bringing her dog? No. She has, like, I think it's, like, a French bulldog. They're probably, I mean... And it just has its tongue hanging out because it's, like, missing teeth, probably. It's just like, <laughs> I love dogs like that. Yeah. Um, well, I think we should open up... Earmuffs, the, kids. Yep. So this is your last chance to flip things off if you haven't watched it. Once again, if you have not and you're listening to this... Yeah, what? What are you doing? Huh? <laughs> Why are you listening to this? Go away. It's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off over here. All right. So first, we'll jump into probably the biggest... Uh, Thing that happened in the movie, I think, mm-hmm. which is the death of Han Solo. Oh man, right in the feels. That hurt. That one hurt bad. It hurt it and it squirted. Um, we talked a little bit before we started this. Like you could see it happening. Oh, from a mile away. By no stretch of the imagination was anything in this movie a surprise. I feel like everything you kind of got the feeling like before it happened, like that it was mm-hmm. going to play out. I was surprised by uh, some stuff that they did, but I'll get to that in a sec. Um, but with Han. It was kind of like... Uh, well, I mean, he was just, you know, remove Obi-Wan Kenobi, insert Han Solo. It's another one of those mirroring things. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the old character from the past. The father figure. Mm-hmm. Or the grandfather figure, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you have, you know, the two heroes, or the hero that sees it happen right mm-hmm. in front of them. Uh, and it cements their hatred towards the... Uh, enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it was one of those things, like, I, I, I saw it, it was coming, I could feel it, and, mm-hmm. like, my heart was just, like, I know going so fast. As I'm soon like, as you see don't uh, do it, Han don't Solo do it. walk towards that bridge that, you know, over that precipice in the star, as soon called, as the star, uh, star killer, killer base. Yeah. As soon as they got in that area and they split up. Yeah, you could tell. I was like, oh, yep. shit. I was like, here. He's not going to make it to another movie. And I think that's, you know, that's that was the big, like, I was pretty sure they were going to kill him off. I didn't think they'd kill him off in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Very, and they, d- very sad by that, but I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was poorly done. It was, and that's what I had said leaving the theater. I was like, it served a purpose. Yeah. It was, it was done well. Like, I'm glad they didn't do something where like, oh he God. just like kamikaze the Millennium Falcon or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Like it was the way just it was like done. Independence it was Independence Day with Randy Quaid. So intimate. Um. And here comes into the second spoiler, because he was killed by his son, yep. who was Kylo Ren, or Ben, ben Solo. Yep. Um, it was just done so well, uh, and right before he, you know, plummets, because it's one of those things where, like, they almost, like, okay, he got stabbed, then he fell, and then the place he was on just blew the fuck up. <laughs> so, like, Probably dead. He, yeah, it's like there's no way they could ever, <laughs> ever try and... Uh, they can't bring him back as, you know, General Grievous uh, Solo or anything General like that. General Grievous Solo, I like it. <laughs> that would have been um, cool. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of hate, or I don't know if there's a lot of hate, but a lot of talk about Kylo Ren. Like, this was oh, definitely like, the Kylo Ren Han Solo movie. Yeah. It was definitely there to set up that character. I felt... He started out really, really strong, like when he stopped that blaster bolt with the force and it's just sitting there static in the air. That was so cool. I got, uh, I said this, I, 
we went out to eat last night and I said this when we were talking about it. Kylo Ren reminds me, and I think we all went to school with this person. I didn't know exactly where you're about to go for the it. The goth person yeah. who's like <laughs> they get shoved into lockers and wears a Marilyn Manson t shirt. But like has like a perfect home life and they're like, but no, I'm so goth. I'm so bad. <laughs> and they're just trying so hard. Like that's what I feel like Kylo Ren is. Like he's trying so hard to be dark. That's what I was saying. You know, I looked at him, I was like, geez, this is like the Columbine shooter of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's like how I felt about him. And especially when he took off his helmet. I felt like when he took off his helmet, it was done and it was terrible timing. They should have first took off his helmet and revealed what his face looked like when he met his father. Not to uh, in front of Ray for some inexplicable reason, just so they could have him show more emotion during that force battle that they were um, But I... They did a lot of good things, and there's a lot of good setup for that character to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't just kill him off. Obviously, he's too important to just kill oh, yeah. off. Plus, they didn't kill off Vader in A New Hope, so yeah. they weren't going to kill him off in this. They weren't doing the you know prequel thing. Like, every movie, we, for some reason, have to introduce a new villain. Yeah. Which sucked, because I you know I really liked Dooku. Well, I guess just because it was uh, Christopher Lee, basically. And Darth Maul. Yep. Yeah, everyone loved Darth Maul. Um I thought though, like there's there's plenty of room for that character. Like you know, at the end, they you know he says he's gonna finish, bring him so he can I can finish his training. Well, he better finish his training. <clears throat> he got his ass handed to him. And a lot of people are saying, oh, how did he get his ass handed to him by somebody that? Well, you got to think. I mean, I don't know how long the Knights of Ren have been mm-hmm. in power. I mean, who knows when the last time was he really was tested and had to well, use? He was trained by freaking Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So he'd think uh, he'd have a little you know a bit of an upper hand. But he obviously left before his training was probably done. Well, he was apparently good enough to kill everyone else there. And the thing I liked about that lightsaber fight at the end with him and Ray is she was lunging uh-huh. at him. She was like, it was full blown, like she was going for blood. Yep. And a lot of people like the prequel uh, lightsaber fights more. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. He's, it just seems like... Off flash, no substance. Exactly. You know, watching uh, Kylo Ren menacingly storm, for lack of a better term, like march up to Ray when the first time they meet was, oh, he was so creepy. And like she's shooting him and he's just swiping away the blaster uh, bolts or whatever they call them, like nothing. And it just, I don't know, it's just more relatable, more realistic, for lack of a better yeah. term, instead of them just, you know, jumping 800 feet in the air and riding lizards, chasing well, each other. And like I said, you know, all flash, no substance. You know, and people will argue maybe that, you know, the, the substance was there with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Meh. But it went on for too long. It did. At a point where you're just sitting there, you're just like... And plus, you could hardly tell them apart when they're fighting with each other. Like, it was so fast-paced. Mm-hmm. So many flips, pointless flips. I I mean, why flip? I will take the lightsaber fight with Luke and Vader in Empire or Jedi Mm -hmm. over any of the prequel ones. Same here. Any day. The only one I really enjoyed was uh, the one in uh, The Phantom Menace, to be honest. Darth Maul. Yeah, that was was an enjoyable fight. Mm -hmm. It was was a badass, in fact. I enjoyed it. Probably because they didn't have enough platforms to jump onto and do flips. Um, So we uh, talked a little bit about Rey. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that fan theory is already speculating? Is she Luke's daughter? You know, I don't know. It seems it's, it seems that way. 
I would say it's too obvious, but apparently they don't care if something's obvious at this point. Because <laughs> that movie, like, everything was pretty... <laughs> Extremely obvious. I was a little disappointed at the, how obvious every plot point... But, I mean, I understand what they're going for. They're trying to bridge a gap and have different generations of Star Wars fans that something they can both enjoy. I just feel like, uh, you know, it's it's been left... I mean, it's, sometimes things are left open way too much. Mm-hmm. To a point where they're left open, but they're open enough where you can see where it's, you know, you can see what's at the bottom. Yeah. You know, the fact that, you know, she said uh, the Luke and Anakin's lightsaber's calling, they said it's calling to her. Uh-huh. You still don't see who her parents are. Yeah, they never So one way or another, her parents are somebody important yeah, that we haven't seen. they're almost certainly, yeah, characters from uh, the original, or the episodes four through six. Um, and then there was when she had all those flashes... You could hear Obi-Wan's voice. You could hear Yoda's voice. And then when... Um, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Yep. No kidding. I must have been uh, Facebooking about Star Wars at the time. Well, and also, too, you can also see the hallway where Luke and Vader fought in Bespin. Yep, yep. Um, just really, really cool like little things that I think is definitely steering in that direction. But... I know some people have said maybe it's you know Obi Wan's granddaughter. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I always figured he was gay. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Well, the actor is gay. Sir Alec Guinness. Uh, yeah, was he? Yeah, he was caught in a uh, men's room uh, propositioning a cop, I believe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day, <laughs> and I'm glad I learned that. <laughs> I know. Did you enjoy? Um, we talked about, uh, about some about the new characters that we enjoyed them all. There was Finn, mm-hmm. the stormtrooper turned resistance fighter. Yes, he was. Uh, they definitely did rely on a lot of uh, comedic relief with him, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You know, it made him very relatable. You know what I enjoyed? In about six minutes, they established the relationship between Finn and Poe mm-hmm. in the beginning. They established that relationship better in six minutes than they were able to do. With Anakin and Obi-Wan yes. in three movies. Oh, my God. Like, you definitely felt like, okay, these guys are friends. They're bonding. And it was only like, like I said, like, what, six minutes? Yep. Tops. That's all they needed. They executed so many things better in this movie that they didn't quite... And I don't, I don't mean to, like, consistently go back and compare it's this so to the prequels. To but it's hard not to. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of us feel that the story we're getting with Kylo Ren is kind of the story we wanted to get with Anakin. Exactly. It's how the story should have been, but it was just dribble. Yep. And yeah. like with Kylo Ren, he's still that, he's still kind of a whiny bitch. He is. He's, he's very angsty. He has temper tantrums. Yeah. When he was, Oh, that was awesome. Uh, when he's flinging around. Slicing his slice. He definitely just, does have the angsty high school kid vibe. Yes. I'm having flashbacks just thinking about yep, it. Yep. Yep. And it's just so funny because he carries himself to be so badass, which underneath, which I mean, who knows, that could be the thing they were going for when he removed his mask. Yep. He's still just kind of, you know. I did feel, I felt that child. they were revealed. I think they revealed what he looked like too early. I feel like they revealed a lot of things really quick. Like yeah, they did. They revealed that he was Han's son pretty quick. Yeah. That was, uh, what, halfway through the movie? Yeah. And then you find out that um, find Leia out- and Han are no longer together. Mm-hmm. And that basically him, Ben Solo becoming Kylo Ren, kind of destroyed the relationship between all three of the people from the original yep. trilogy. Yeah, um, Luke, yeah, Luke's off sulking somewhere. Which, okay, about that. 
these movies have set a precedent now to lead me to believe that Jedis are fucking cowards. <laughs> Every time shit goes wrong, they, they run, run and hide. Some planet, yeah. And they just <laughs> go into seclusion, self-imposed exile. Like, I mean, come on, he's he's letting the fucking galaxy, you know, collapse in on itself. I mean, the Empire's well, the first order's worse than the Empire ever was, basically. I he mean, definitely has a lot of making up to do. Yes. The fact that he just kind of abandoned everybody. I know they said, you know, he felt responsible because well, fucking make it right for crying out loud. Yeah. But I mean, I see what they're doing. It's a classic uh, movie trope. I mean, it's a classic literature trope. It's mm-hmm. right back to, you know, like Achilles sulking in his tent. It's the exact same thing where their emotions are getting in their way of letting them do what they should be doing. And they're too wrapped up in agony to be able to see what's happening around them. And, uh, I'll say this, if you're going to see this movie hoping to see a lot of Luke Skywalker... <laughs> might want to wait a couple of years. You might want to wait because you see about, you know, the shot in the one trailer they released where he, you know, is cloaked and he puts his hand on R2. 50% of his screen time right yep. there. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. That is 50% of his screen time. You oh know, my God, when they reveal him at the end and like he turns around and you just see his beard and his open mouth sticking out of the hood. He just looks like a crazy homeless person for like five seconds. He's like, <laughs> he does like uh, at that point, at that point, you know, he turns around and she, uh, Ray, she holds out what was once his and Anakin's lightsaber to him. She's holding it out to him like this, almost like she's saying, get your shit together. Yeah. You got Come some shit now. you need to take care of. <laughs> Yeah, he lifts his hood. Get off your ass. He looks great compared to how uh, they they he he makes up good because seeing him like recently in pictures like that, oh, he looks rough. I mean, I realize he's fucking old. He's been yeah. in a horrible motorcycle accident. They had to put his face back together. He, uh, I actually read a thing last night. Um, apparently, there was versions of the script that had him appear much sooner in it in the movie, hmm. and actually, you know, be in the movie. But the problem they were having was. He, do it. No, he would show up, they would start writing, and then it was almost like somehow the movie ended up taking on another f- form, and it just ended up becoming all about him. Well, it makes sense. Um, and they did, you know, that's not something they wanted to do, even though they kind of did it with Han Solo. Oh, yeah, which was, I wasn't complaining. He stole the show. Almost definitely. Harrison Ford always does. I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't dialing it in. You could tell he was there. Yeah, he was, he put his heart and soul. He was excited that. to die. <laughs> Oh my God! When he was uh, dying and he cupped Kylo Ren's cheek. Oh, oh, yep, that was sad. The, actually, the part that got me was right when it happened. Chewbacca's roar. Oh, I know that. Like, oh my God, that like it. Chew, uh, no. It killed me <laughs> a little bit. Um, that was an anguished Wookiee roar, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> and I feel like. Like we were saying, like everything that was revealed to be what it was, we everybody kind of had the idea. There was already mm. enough speculation going around, and we just saw it turning that way where it wasn't really much of a surprise. Like there was theories that you know Ray was going to be the one that was force sensitive, not Finn. Yeah, and you know, yeah, lo and did, behold. yeah, they did the whole red herring bait and switch thing where they make it look like Finn's going to be the Jedi, and apparently not. He got his ass kicked by Kylo Ren. He got to slice up the spine. Yeah, ouch. Oh. Yeah, um, I thought that was funny because, you know, he's Kylo Ren just freezing people with the Force and doing all this other stuff, and he just decides to have an all-out lightsaber battle with Finn he, um, without throwing him into a tree, even though he did that to Rave right before that. I guess he just really wanted to 
show off or something. Who knows? I'm going to, I'm chalking up, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt that well, I mean, a lot of the inconsistencies with him is just because. It's a movie? Well, yeah. <laughs> it is a poorly writ movie. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I mean, if he just snapped everyone's spine with a force, it'd be kind of a fucking boring movie. Just because, as we talked about, he is still kind of that shelter child. And there's also, we didn't touch on this, but they make note that there is still conflict in him. Oh, yeah. And he. They definitely make note of that. That's one of the things he tells Han Solo before he mercilessly him kills the heart. him. Yeah. Uh, you is, know, for weapons that can slice people into a million pieces, most people just get stabbed with lightsabers, I've noticed. Yeah. Which makes sense. You know, you can't really show someone getting cauterized in half in a PG-13 movie. No. Although that'd be really cool. They need to make a rated R <laughs> Star Wars franchise movie. I've, I'll be there. Make the Boba Fett movie rated R. Um, <laughs> there was no Boba Boba Fett's going to be bummed. He couldn't kill Han Solo. Yeah. There goes his money. <laughs> That's Don't worry, rough. they'll bring back clone troopers of Han Solo or something. I did you like that little? Uh, oh, the nod to the comment clone in the yeah. movie where he said something about oh maybe we should go back to using clones <laughs> or something like that. Um, no, that'd be terrible. And I did. I, I was very interesting to pick up that uh, how they do the recruiting now is they basically steal babies. Yeah, they steal babies and program them. Yep. Which I mean, hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Empire, I felt, they really... The First Order? Yeah, First Order, my my bad. Um, Very Nazi. Oh, yeah, that's, they definitely took the Nazi motif, and they fucking ran with it, and it looked awesome. Their uniforms have never looked spiffier. They had, like, a giant gathering of troops. That was know, really... With, with standards that might as well have had swastikas on them. Yes. It was very Romanesque, very Nazi-ish. Um, it looked really fucking cool. What was the name of the uh, general... That was a uh, hoax. Oh, something like that. He was, I liked him a lot, actually. You know, the he looked like um, how he was butting heads with Kylo Ren. It was, it was once again, it was that Tarkin Vader. Yep, exactly. And I like how when they're uh, talking to Snoke, Snoke, and uh, that name, why do they always take like a word and then change one of the letters in it? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's funny you said that because I was looking the other day. And I was reading like stuff about it, and like, oh, Ben Solo, who is now Kylo Ren. And I'm like, wait a minute, did he just write his name in pencil, Ben, and then just erase the bottom of the B? <laughs> like Ren. <laughs> there you go. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Star Wars names are silly. There, there, I fucking said it. You cannot deny that Star Wars. Star. Norse, there. That's Star my Star Norse. Wars. That's my name. That's my For Star Wars name. Star Norse. Star Norse. Star Norse. Hey, I'll have a couple apostrophes in it. Um, one thing I noticed when I went and seen it, uh, when you saw it, was it like a packed theater? Um, I was at the nine forty a.m. showing, the first showing of the day. So no, it was pretty full. I okay. had to have a signed seating. Oh really? Yeah, they. Uh, I sat in E four. It was a good seat. Um, when we went and saw it, it was you know I, it had to have been sold out. Um, but Han and Chewie come on the screen. There's applause. Three yeah. uh, PO pops up. There's applause. Leia comes up. They, they can't applause. Hear you. I mean, it doesn't matter how hard you clap. At the end, when Luke shows up, there was no applause. <laughs> and I actually watched a review where they said the same thing happened at the theater. I was like, okay, so was it? Because he says something. He's like, I don't know. If people didn't recognize him. Was it that, or it was it? Couldn't be that. Was it that people were just like, do something? We're like sitting there, like, okay, is he going to say something? Yeah. Is he going to say throw a pie? Is he going to call her? You know, say his daughter, or you know, what's going to happen? And then they just. And yep, and there's uh, no post credit scene. 
I looked it up during the credits, so I might be wrong, but I looked up on the internet. Is there a post credit scene? They said no, so I left. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't see them doing post credits for. Need to talk to you about the Star Wars Initiative. <laughs> They're recruiting all the past yeah, Mace people. Windu can do it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, so overall, it was. I mean, by no stretch was it a perfect movie. No, it was uh, some. You know, I wouldn't call it fatally flawed, but it's definitely a flawed yet very good movie. Yeah, and uh, like one of the like, I wish we could have seen more of Captain Phasma. Oh, that was yeah. That that was, was a something. character that was really pushed. Like they're on all sorts of marketing, and she didn't do shit. She literally. I don't even think she killed. She a person. got tackled by a Wookie, and that was <laughs> it. And then she got thrown into a garbage can. They threw her into a garbage chute for crying out. They said she is still alive. Well, that's good. She didn't get compacted to death. <laughs> joking about throwing her a trash compactor and crushing her to death. <laughs> oh, that Han Solo. <laughs> he is a rogue. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, and my other complaint is like. I understand, like, everything happened to tell the fluid story, but sometimes at times I was like, this is just way too goddamn coincidental. Yeah. Like, and there's, like, uh, theories going around that, because when Ray was left on the planet before her parents flew off, mm-hmm. whoever they may be, she was actually, you could see she was left with the junker, the guy who was giving her portions mm-hmm. when she would junk stuff. And there's a theory that, there's a reason why everything was where it was. There's a reason why the Falcon was there. There's a reason why she was left there. There's a reason why that old man was on the planet with BB-8. And you know, I thought BB-8 would be annoying. He actually didn't annoy me at all. No, no, it was a fun little character. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Brand new R2. Yep, basically. Um, but that like all this stuff was kind of done on purpose because of who Ray supposedly may or Wait, may they, not they be. Think some sort of weird Machiavellian scheme to raise her yes. the way that she was raised? Yes. That's kind of fucked up. I wouldn't trust a light side of the force that would be up to weird stuff like that. Um, you know, I just a thought literally just occurred to me. If Ray is Luke's daughter, mm-hmm. wouldn't Leia be able to tell that? Maybe she knows and she's just not saying anything. You're right. <laughs> because she was able to, she felt it when Han died. Yep. I felt it. <laughs> we all, Stephanie yeah. felt it. <laughs> she, she was verklempt. I think uh, everybody <laughs> was. Yourselves. Like, I think there was just people like at the theater where like, you just felt like the air gets sucked out I of the know. room because, I mean, and you talk about, you know, not only is Han Solo just like a, a he's quintessential character, Star Wars yeah. character, but he's in cinema. Yep. He is like a you know iconic character. We right up there with Indiana Jones. Yep. <laughs> uh, but you know, with any uh, you know any Harrison Ford character, any Harrison Ford character, <laughs> President Fugitive, Harrison Ford. Uh, the, what was that one movie he did? Where he's Amish? No. <laughs> where he uh, was? It, are you talking about the one with Brendan Fraser? No, it came out a couple years ago. It was like a space type movie. There's um, a little Star kid Wars. in it. No. Yeah, that was, Shit, Star Wars. that was Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there was a ah, fuck space movie with a kid in it. It did really. Was it Ender's Game? I yeah, yep, was, Ender's yeah. Game. Yep. yep, I read the book. How was it? It was good. Um, it was written by a Mormon, and it dropped a couple end bombs. But other than that, it was good. I actually just wanted you to talk about that so I could finish my eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you slapped down that nog. Um, so this movie has set up. 
what I think would be hopefully a good trilogy. Yes. I'm hoping that this is the weakest of the three. Not that I'm saying it was a bad movie, but I'm, I have high hopes that it has nowhere to go but up. J.J. Abrams has set up a, a beautiful, beautiful layout for the next person to come on and do. I'm hoping they take more twists and turns and don't just make the other movie a carbon copy of Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope it opens up on the ice planet. Of, of not hoth, yeah. of not hoth, <laughs> of broth. <laughs> um, is what would you like to see? Like them do? Is there any questions from this movie that you want to see answered? Um, will there be Ewoks? Yeah, I don't know. Will they blink? <laughs> Maybe the Ewoks. The Endor was in that plan of systems that. <laughs> Star Killer. I wish they would have just mentioned that offhand. Like, oh, that's where the <laughs> Endor was there. Yeah, that the beam that the uh, Star Killer shot looked really cool too. That was what it intense. branched off and everything. Yeah, watching it, they really like the special effects in this movie. The sound effects, the, the lightsabers had like a nice base to them. Yeah, man. they did, and the blasters. Oh my goodness, the blasters! Like when they were from ships, and you're like, boom, boom, like yeah, you I liked base it. Rumbled. Yeah, it sounded there, excellent. There wasn't a lot of uh, lens flare. No, there was, was a little bit in the beginning. Yes, and there wasn't one of those things where like you heard like operatic voices and there's no audio and everybody's dramatically looking at each other before something blew up. Um, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we've talked a lot of shit about it, but I, you know, go I, watch it. It was a very good movie. Oh yeah, I have. I we're actually just nitpicking am, because we're looking for things to find wrong with it. And let's be honest, we are the most entertaining. Not me and you, but <laughs> the show is enter- most entertaining when we're bitching about something. Most definitely. Because, I mean, we it's like something. It's at. just kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, if we want to just be like, you know, tell you it was good, if it's podcast would be like, what, 20 seconds long? Yeah. But like, it's good. Go see it. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. We'd be saving so much time. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> you know what I hope to see? What? In... Uh, the next couple ones, I want Lando back. Hell yeah. That's what this movie he needs to be sipping on a Colt 45. And it would be an interesting thing of if they get him back of... Will he be wearing he... Han Solo's clothes? <laughs> no, because they got fucking blown up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, will he avenge his friend? Yeah. Or do you honor your friend and try to Bone do what Leia. couldn't be done? Oh, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Try to turn Kylo Ren back and then end up probably getting a lightsaber in the heart yeah. as well. I hope not. Kylo Ren, they did a good job of cementing hatred for him as a character. Like, they humanized him. I felt they humanized him too much too soon. There's no quicker way to get someone to, to get people to hate somebody than have them kill a beloved yeah, character. Yeah, titular, or not titular, but quintessential, like, Star Wars character. Like, name the two biggest, you know, like, he would be, you know, it would be... Vader or Han Solo, arguably, because most people tend to prefer Han Solo over Luke Skywalker. Everybody likes the the, the scoundrel. Yeah. What did, what kind of what was the weird milk he mentioned in the movie? Like, oh, they said some kind of weird alien milk, and I laughed really hard at that, but I can't remember. Was it Jub Jub? <laughs> Might have been. Actually, uh, wasn't Jub Jub the name of the iguana that Aunt Patty had in The Simpsons? It was. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because. Me and Stephanie, we were watching Conan, and it was a special Star Wars episode, and they had J.J. Abrams on there, 
And Conan was talking. Does JJ stand for Jub Jub? No. Oh. Uh, Conan was talking to him in a past episode before that about how he asked JJ Abrams if he could please work in the word Jub Jub because he would try to work that into things that he would work on. <laughs> and he worked on The Simpsons, he worked in Jub Jub. Really? Yep. And JJ Abrams said he absolutely did work it in there. Nice. Um, so we went to go see it, and I was like, we got to listen for Jub Jub. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen because it was probably just some like random. Maybe it was after the credits. Just somebody pops up. Jub Jub. <laughs> jub Jub. <laughs> and then they go down. Oh, my God. That part where they walked into the uh, bar that were. The most, uh, the cantina. I'm sorry. Yeah, the cantina. Yeah. And that part with the song that played, I was laughing so hard. That was just classic, goofy Star Wars. Oh, shit. They I, so many nods to the original movie. It was. Like, it even kind of opens like the original and the sense that, oh, there's something important in the droid. Uh-huh. Yeah. That the that bad guys are trying to get. It was, yeah, they definitely, it was practically shot for shot. <laughs> it was literally a shot for shot remake. Yeah. It, practi- it, was, it was one like of those things that they... Scream remake. Or not Scream. Uh, damn it. Uh, Friday the 13th? No, no, hold on. Nightmare on Elm Street? No, Psycho. Oh. Like awful one with Vince Vaughn. And uh, Anne Heche. Yep, and Anne he- Hetchy, and... who was in a relationship with Harrison Ford for a while, wasn't she? No, that was just in a movie, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I can get those mixed up. Maybe. Life in movies? Yeah. Real life? <laughs> um, I still think Harrison Ford was a president at some point. <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> uh, I definitely hope we see more Luke in these yes. next two movies. Probably won't. You'll just have 30 seconds in there. I don't want them... I don't want them to just kill him off, just to kill him off. There is a good story now to be told mm-hmm. between him and... And Leia, and like in a way, Luke well, he's is, gonna have to interact with Kylo at some point. In a way, Luke is almost kind of indirectly responsible for Han Solo being dead now yeah. because you know it, it's death by there's, inaction. There's all exactly something Batman would know about. <laughs> hey, watch your <laughs> fucking mouth. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I'm really like this movie just left a lot of questions over open that has me excited for the next one, which. Of course, that's what they want to do. They want yeah. to get you excited. But it just does it so well. Um, let, ending on that cliffhanger of them panning around with Ray and Luke, and you're like, you know, it was almost a point where with the credits started, I was just kind of like, oh. Yeah. And we had already been sitting there for two hours and, you know, two and a half hours. Yep. That's what I'm glad the movie wasn't three hours long. I thought it was a good length. It was. like The girth was excellent, too. I didn't catch myself, like, looking... <laughs> You know all about girth and length. <laughs> it wasn't one of those cases where, like, cause sometimes in a movie, it, it could be even a movie that you're almost into. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. I felt they were all too fucking long. You know, but you just kind of find yourself sitting there looking at the clock, like, oh, yep, oh, come on, guys, right. I gotta take a piss. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't have to pee during that movie. Yeah, me too. I'm actually, I'm, I'm planning on going to see it again. I might be seeing it at the, the IMAX. Oh, nice. Yeah. We went, um, we went to the Epic screen. Nice. And saw it, which, I mean, it's not too bad. It's not quite IMAX, but it's still, it was still pretty enjoyable. Yep. We got, we got good, like, center seats. Um, it ain't IMAX, but it ain't flicks on bricks either. Yeah. The thing I hate about IMAX is the seats are so fucking uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like, Especially, I need to realign my spine <laughs> after I leave. You have to anyways, because you spend half the movie looking up because it's such a huge <laughs> fucking screen. That's why you got to try to get upper, like, the middle part. I should have watched Ant-Man in IMAX. 
Was that, that in IMAX? Probably not, but it should have been. <laughs> that would have been actually really yeah, awesome. Yeah, it would have been fitting because you would have felt like you're a tiny little ant-sized thing watching um, a movie. Have you read, uh, real quick, about Star- back to Star Wars, uh, Benicio Del Toro is rumored to be involved with the next no shit. movie. Yeah, That's awesome. I love Benicio Del Toro. There, and there's all kinds of people I've heard like rumored to be in the next movie, and I never heard anything about any other actors being in it. So what... <laughs> Yeah. So like, oh, they're just gonna pick up someplace else. But apparently, they probably did that just to avoid, you know, being like, oh, well, they're gonna live. Yeah. So that's kind of the problem you have with the Marvel movies is, you know, there's gonna be another one. Yep. So yep. that sense of uh, danger, mm-hmm. you know, is never really you, quite there. You don't have to worry about investing in a character emotionally because you know they're gonna be okay. Exactly. Or in like the case of like Agent Coulson, they're killed and then they're just brought. Right back to life anyways. Yeah, that was a horrible mistake in my opinion. Um, I think killing them off in the first place was a bad idea, but if you kill someone off, kill them off. And that's the, that's like the main problem with like a lot of the Marvel movies is like you, you never feel like the stakes are, are high enough. Yeah. You know? Although there are a bunch of rumors that uh, either or Captain America or Iron Man will be killed off. I could see them doing Iron Man. Theory. Yeah, like Iron Man I think would be really well done because, I mean... He's had more, his time. Yeah, how many more movies does he want to have as Iron Man? And the guy's pushing 60s, like in his mid-50s now, ain't he? I actually uh, told, uh, made a comment about this the other day because like at the end of Iron Man 3 and at the end of Avengers, they both kind of end with that sense of like, Tony Stark's done being Iron Man. Yeah. And you get a feeling they ended it because they didn't know if he was going to come back. Yeah. And, like, so, like, at the end of Avengers 2, they end it where he's like, oh, I'm tapping out. I'm really disappointed with where they, like, the Iron Man movies in general. The first one was so good, and they just never captured that lightning in a bottle again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, though, like, with Star Wars, that's part of where, once again, the enjoyment came in where I didn't know, for the most part, what characters were going to live, who was yeah. going to die. Hell, I thought... Uh I was pretty sure that um, Finn was dead at that point because she's trying to shake him and he won't wake up. And, and then I was like, well, if they, they don't get picked up right now, then he's probably fucking dead. And then, you know, uh, Chewbacca shows up and everything's okay. Sort of. <laughs> Han's still dead. Yeah, Han's still fucking dead. Um, which, I mean, I, I really hope more movies follow suit with what this did as far as not playing all your cards before the release date. Mm-hmm. Not... Basically doing what they did with the Batman Superman trailer, which is like, oh yeah, basically show the entire movie in the trailer. I'm less excited for it now. Because you feel like you saw it all. Yeah. And like, I just, I don't like where they're going with Doomsday and like, and then they're saying he's not going to be the biggest threat in the movie. Like, why would you, I don't know. It feels like they're putting too much into it too quickly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this is all speculation. We'll see when the movie comes out. Um but yeah, I just and I hope with how much money Star Wars has made, I hope other studios. Oh, fucking a half a billion dollars already on yes. its opening weekend. I hope other studios look at that and say, okay, well, maybe we don't have to show everything to get everybody in the theater. Maybe well, it is best to leave some mystery and intrigue. I feel that they one of the reasons why they didn't feel that they needed to is because they didn't have to because you can walk outside and walk one hundred feet and you'll bump into some sort of Star Wars merchandise. Yeah, the there's Star Wars oranges. Is disgusting. It's, I think every, literally every place I go, there's at least one item or type of thing in there that yeah. is Star Wars related. It's on our food. It's on our clothing. It's on my toilet paper. It's on my toilet paper. It's on my 
uh, underwear. <laughs> That's true, folks. Um, like we went to Michael's. Yeah, I went to Michael's and they had Star Wars. They had Star Wars Michael's. stuff. Michael's. Uh, we went to, uh, I mean, any clothes. Go to. You can literally walk into any clothing store, any store in the mall, and just like throw something and fucking hit it a really Star Wars like, product. As soon as you could, you realized what a monster that has become when Disney buys LucasArts. I mean, it's just such a juggernaut. At it that is, point, and there's nothing you can do to escape looking at Star Wars merchandise. Absolutely, I, can I mean, see why people get disgusted with it. Although I don't think you should spoil the film. No. Don't be an asshole. Although I will laugh if you spoil it for some other, someone else. <laughs> but, Tony, but not Tony. Not Tony, though. Don't do that. And, <laughs> and don't give him any mustard, either. He hates mustard. <laughs> well, Jeff, we've actually successfully talked about Star Wars for, like, almost 45 minutes. Yeah, I could, I could go another 45 if I wanted to. I mean... If I can get a beverage. No, I'm actually... All, I'm, <laughs> I'm all out of... I'm, I'm out of uh, Hot nog? Not hot nog. <laughs> Cold nog. Oh, by the way, before we end this, I got a surprise for you. It's a belated birthday slash uh, Christmas present. Do you have it here now? Yep, one sec. Okay. <gasps> I'm kind of nervous because... It's a gun! Oh, this is the last Kapow cast. <laughs> it's going to end with a real bang. It's a literal Kapow cast. Speaking of Star Wars merchandise. <laughs> what do we have here? It is a Star Wars coffee mug. That I, which I incidentally am drinking my eggnog out of. <laughs> I'm glad I got you that one, the one with the droids, as opposed to the one you're holding. With uh, Chewbacca, Lando, and Harrison. Which uh, they didn't have, because if they had that there, I would have gotten that one instead. Oh, thank you, Jeff. You are welcome. Happy yeah. birthday, Christmas, Monica. Uh, I didn't get you anything. Well, it's not my birthday. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. I, uh, is there cocoa in this, too? Uh, there's candy. Oh, sweet. All right. It, it is sweet. It's, it's not the <laughs> sugar-free candy. That was a nice moment. It had a little <laughs> Kapow cast Christmas. Um, so thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode of the show. Uh, go back. We just put out our Christmas episode where we do an audio-type commentary for Christmas with the Joker for Batman the Animated Series. All our cast of characters are there for that one. It was a hoot. It was. Uh, also, this upcoming week, be sure to check out. We will be doing our year in review where we're talking about all the movies that came out this past year. Like Star Wars. Like, actually, no, not Star Wars <laughs> because we recorded it before Star Wars came out. Yep. So you can just insert this just, show. Yeah, watch this. You can splice them together. Yeah. Oh, my God, I should do that. <laughs> Actually, what I'm, I think you should do is just splice the spoilers and put them in random points in other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be such a dick move. <laughs> anyway, so in issue number 35 of X-Men, Han Solo dies. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we have to do that. <laughs> um, if, also, only we had our, if only Tony hadn't already had it spoiled, it would have... Tony, could you listen to this? I think there's something wrong with the audio in this episode. Han Solo dies. <laughs> Kylo Ren's his son. <laughs> Luke's now a hermaphrodite. <laughs> One of those things is true. <laughs> um, also, uh, feel free to check us out on Facebook at Kapowcast2015. Follow us on Twitter at Kapowcast. Check us out on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network on podbros.com. Fantastic gentlemen over there. 
John is definitely he's a treat. He's a treasure. Did you get him a? uh, uh, I didn't get him shit. (laughs) Take that. (laughs) (laughs) We're all so mean to him all the time. I love it. I actually, I I I've met him like once. I don't think I have like the uh, permission to be mean. Oh, you can be mean to him. Oh, I was mean to him like within the first fifteen seconds of meeting him. (laughs) That's just your. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that with everyone, though. That's true. And that's how he shows he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everybody, have a good Christmas. Check out our past episode. Mm-hmm. And to all you heathens, have a merry Kwanzaa? Uh, seasonal time of <laughs> celebration and enjoyment. Hanukkah. Have a good Hanukkah. Actually, I think Hanukkah's over. Is it? Yes. I think it's from the 6th to the 14th. I should know that. They get those delicious eight eight crazy nights. The Adam Sandler movie. Let's go watch it. Right now, the best Christmas movie of all time is a Hanukkah movie. Uh. (laughs) That movie, um, I'm pretty sure that movie is the reason that there's anti-Semitism in the world right now. (laughs) Oh. Just throwing that out there. Well, you know. (laughs) Could be, could not be. Who are we to... Oh, you're continuing the question. I thought you were just getting philosophical. I, I have a I have two voicemails on my phone. I don't I wanna know <laughs> what's going on here with this. Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> oh, you're so professional. We'll see you next time on uh on this stupid show. Yeah. Cup Howcast. Bye. So long. Watch Star Wars. <laughs>